Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance. Let's welcome uh, Brian Hirsch, who's the chairperson of uh, the Brian Hirsch Collie and Amp Associates PTY Limited. Brian, uh, good morning. Always a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Nice to be with you this morning. So today we're speaking about the implications of withdrawing from one's pension fund. There could be a possibility um, around this. What are, you, what are your just initial thoughts? Look, I understand people putting bread on the table and the difference between saving for retirement, which is so far ahead. But, you know, one's got to put into context what the minister has indicated. You know, those who work for companies who've got a pension or provident fund, they are earning a salary. They are able to put bread on the table. I know their problem is debt they have, and they want to try and cover their debt. So let's, let's divide this into those who have a pension and a provident fund, because you won't be contributing to a fund if you're not working, and those who don't have anything. So those who, don't, who are no longer in employment, when you, when you leave your job, you can, you can take the value of your fund, your withdrawal benefits, in cash. There are certain tax implications, but you can get the cash. You're not locked in. And therefore, the majority of people in South Africa, unfortunately, do not preserve retirement funds on leaving their jobs. They actually use those funds. So that's the one, one, one side of the equation where people have withdrawn and have no more funds available to draw other than in a retirement annuity. And I'd like to come back to that a little bit later. We're talking about those who are working and they may have debt, but let's, let's understand one thing about debt. The cost of debt has come down enormously in the last two years. The cost of debt has virtually halved because interest rates have come down to about three and a half percent. So those who were paying, say, five thousand rand on a, for a motor car and a bond of eight or twelve thousand, are paying a lot less now than what they're paying. For those pensioners who don't have debt, their rate of inflation is much higher because their costs only of medical aid, rates and taxes, electricity, water, food. But for those with debt, they had all those expenses, plus they had their debt costs. So their debts have come down. So I think, I do understand, and I repeat this for our many listeners who are not in jobs, and I understand if they've got a retirement annuity, we'll talk about that. But in a pension or provident, to allow people to withdraw is, is a nightmare in the years to come. Before so we go to that nightmare, yeah. Brian, I want us to quickly hear what uh, Dietombo in our finance minister actually said and uh, set the context for all our A-team listeners. I am now determined more than ever before to ensure that the officials in the National Treasury speed up this matter. A portion of the retirement fund workers should be able to access in these difficult times, maybe to finish off their bond repayments, maybe to sort out whatever debt positions they might be in. But I must warn at the same time that people must ensure that they use this facility for purposes of relief and also uh, making better uh, their own situation. Well, that's what uh, the minister said, and um, it's for purposes of relief, should it be um, released to you. So you're still focusing, Brian, on those with a provident fund or a pension fund, and they are currently employed. That's what the minister is referring to, yeah. able to withdraw. But then he, I'm not talking about relief, because there's different types of relief. Let's understand, today, 
And for many years, people have been able to use their withdrawal benefit to fund immovable property. There's never been a restriction on that. Yes, some pension funds have arrangements directly with employees where they can borrow from the fund, and some use their withdrawal benefits to give a bank, a bank um, security against a loan the bank may, may give the individual. And if the individual ever leaves the company they work for, then the withdrawal benefit will be paid to the bank to settle the loan. We're not talking. We're talking about relief. We're talking use this facility sensibly. But how are you going to police this? How on earth are you going to police anything outside of property? How are you going to police unsecured debt? How are you going to police credit card debt? How are you going to police... In, in years gone by, it's been proven that those who use their pension money to, to, for relief, within a short space of time again, they have that debt again because the, the facility is so easily available. You know, if you've got 20,000 rand with a credit on your credit card, but you've maxed out now and you've used that whole 20,000, you, know, you now pay it off. It doesn't take long to get back to that 20,000 rand debt. So proposal to allow members to withdraw for, for, for property has always been there and it's not new. But anything else to try and police that is, is, is a danger. I mean, I did some numbers that a 30-year-old who takes 30,000 rand out of his pension fund now will have at age 60 443,000 rand less, a 35-year-old 205,000 and a 40-year-old 139,000. My goodness, so only 30,000 rand can make that much of a big difference. So you can imagine if someone is in their uh, 50s and they're facing financial troubles now, Brian, and that person wants to withdraw that 30,000 rand, how badly will they be affected? Well, because they don't have long, you know, the, the, the eighth wonder of the world is what they call compound interest, yeah. interest on interest and interest. And the longer you, you save for, the greater is that sum. You could see a 30-year-old takes 30,000 out, and in 30 years it would have been 443,000. And at 35 years, five years later, he'll only have 205,000. So the impact of that compounding interest. So when 50s and 55-year-olds start taking money out of the retirement fund, it's all good well for now. But what is going to happen at retirement? Only 6% of South Africans, according to uh, in, uh, pension surveys, are able to retire with financial freedom. Many of them rely on their family. They can't live on the government pension and they may have to go back to work. It isn't easy now when you reach retirement to even stay on. Companies are forcing people at retirement to leave. And so you're going to have to rely on family. Families today have got their own expenses. You know, we talk about the sandwich generation, parents and grandparents and children who are supporting each other. So whilst it may be a, a, a popular decision, I think it can be a very dangerous decision if not policed correctly. This is not the first time this has risen, uh, come to the fore. It's been there for many years. And now we just wait to see. I'm just warning members uh, that if you do make withdrawals and you do settle off debt, don't get back into debt. We have to wait for, excuse me, we have to wait for more details from the minister. I just say it can cause unbelievable problems going forward for those reaching retirement. 
there's one thing for certain. I'm, I'm still uh, quite a while off from uh, retirement. But every single month, the one thing I'll never skip on is my retirement annuity because we're not full-time employed. So you're an independent contract. You need to fix your life for your future. But when I think about even tapping into that retirement annuity, it, it gives me the shivers because, yeah, 20 years might seem like it's not much until you've reached that 20 years. And the big thing is, every year, as you earn a little bit more, you must increase that, and you must also increase your contribution by, by way of inflation. So if you're putting a 1,000 rand away this year, next year, just for inflation, you must be putting 1,050 rand away, plus if you earn a little bit extra, a little bit of that percentage. Let me just comment one thing on retirement annuities. Retirement annuities are a different animal. It's an individual. You've just spoken about your retirement. You make that election. You decide. Now, previously, only at retirement or on disability, under the, um, at retirement over 55, and on disability, permanent disability, could you withdraw from a retirement annuity, and you could draw 7,000 rand. If you've got a retirement, you may pay that. Now, you stop contributions, and it's under 7,000 rand, you could draw those funds. It's now 15,000 rand. They've increased that level to 15,000. So now we're talking about a, possibly a different group of individuals. Individuals who have, over the years, contributed to retirement funds and now no longer have a job. So now we're not talking about members who have got a pension or problem fund where deductions are made every month and they get a salary. Here are people who've got retirement duties who don't have, have money in retirement duties, but because they're under 55 and because the fund is worth more than 15000 they can't get the money out. Whilst I'm not, I'm not encouraged, and I still believe in the same way about leaving it for retirement, I can understand some people who can't put bread on the table and individuals who maybe are in debt and getting into more trouble, more trouble from their debt because they can't make uh, repayments. There I see a, a, a very good case for being able to draw money out of retirement. Because you're not funding it. And even though you will lose out at retirement, I think people are saying, look, got to live now. Got to educate our children. There are a lot of things we have to do now. And how I've got money locked into an RA. I'm a little bit more relaxed in that set of circumstances than drawing from your pension and your provenance. Let me go to some of the questions here. You know, um, people are really concerned. This one says, um, please ask Brian, is it a good idea to withdraw my pension? It's 500000 Should it be released to pay off the bond and pay the bond installment into an annuity for retirement? This is from Lebuchang, who's in Pretoria. Well, Lebuchang, let me make this point to you. At the moment, you, at these bond rates, you probably can afford to pay your bond. Remember, at retirement, there are three important ingredients that you have to have in your portfolio. The first thing is you have to have a home paid for. The second is you must have a good health care program. And the third is you must have no debt. So ultimately, when you reach retirement, you don't want to take your pension money and pay off your bond. You want to have paid off your bond by the time you reach retirement, which means that at retirement, when you get your funds, they are used for what you planned them to be used for, and that's to provide an income and to provide you with a pension. So it's not a good idea to withdraw from your fund. When you reach retirement, you are entitled to the first 500,000 rand tax-free based on whether it's a provident fund or pension fund. The difference between provident fund you get to cash and a pension fund one-third in cash, although they have been equalized now for people under the age of 55. But all those over 55, their rights, are, their rights are entrenched 
and it's vested. Nothing changed. P- Providence fund cash, pension fund one third in cash. So you can, but I don't think it's a good idea simply because you can't withdraw and you can't borrow. You're going to pay tax if you withdraw, and your tax rate on 500,000 is the first 25,000 rand tax free. The balance up to the 500, it's actually up to 660 at 18%, and then 27 and 37, 36%. So it isn't a great idea. You should be able to do both save for retirement and settle what? Well. It's not a good idea because at this, this rate, your retirement fund hopefully will, will give a better return than what you're paying on your bond. I mean, today, uh, if you've got a long-term time horizon, you want to be more growth-orientated, therefore your retirement annuity investments, the actual money that you're putting into the fund is going to go into investments which are going to include equities, property, global, global equities, bonds. So I don't think it's a good idea at all to do that to pay off your bond. Let me go to our 18 callers, Titus Mekwa. Um, good morning, Titus. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Uh, I've been yearning to speak to Brian for quite some time. Although my, my question is not in relation to, to, to retirement, I just want to find out, I work for Estuaswana for well over 20 years, and I know our pensions were somewhere by, hosted by Sipalana employee benefits. You know, I'm about to retire now, and then I, I, looking at my, my current uh, statement, it dates back to when I started working for the current employer. So I just want to know, how does one go about to investigate what happened to the pensions then of S2L Buputaswan? Thank you. So, well, it's not, well, it's not difficult to talk to the authorities because there are registered authorities that you can talk to. Look, a lot of people have come to me and said, look, I can't understand. I've been working for this company for 30, 35 years, and my pension only says 20 years. Remember, it's not, it was never compulsory to join a pension fund when, when, you, when you start in employment and a company didn't have a fund. It's exactly the same today. If you join a company that does not have a pension fund and then the company starts a pension fund, Existing members, existing employees do not have to join the fund. They can elect to join the fund because it is a change of employment conditions, but all future employees, when they become permanent, have to join. So you need to find out. You may have been there for 20 years, but how many years pensionable service have you have you had? Uh, you should get a membership statement. You can ask the uh, pension fund uh, uh, principal manager to please give you the information. Uh, and with and with that information, Titus, you most welcome then to to chat to me um, uh, about this. By the way, uh, just to let you know, our program we'll be talking about the, the proposals, but our program is always an open-ended financial program, and people can ask any question they have that or they've been wanting to ask about any matter when it comes to personal finance. Let me move now to Colin, who's in Cape Town. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, Brian. Brian, morning, Colin. You, you partly you answered that question I was going to ask. Taking out 40,000 rand out of your pension fund, how does it affect you? You explained I heard while I was listening to you. Uh, it's a hell of a lot of money to lose, eh? Well, it's not losing because, I mean, you've used it no, now. You're, so getting, less, you're getting less. You're getting less when you retire. 
<laughs> general lot less. And, and most people can't. Most people in South Africa can never retire because they don't. They change jobs, which are not too many people work for one company all their lives. Maybe that was something in the maybe that was something in the 19th century, or maybe even up to 1950. But in recent years, people move around, and every time they move around, they take their contribution. They get older. They lose out of the power of compound interest. They never. They haven't saved enough. They start too late, and they haven't invested in the right um, in right vehicles. So a whole lot of reasons why people can't retire. But certainly taking money out, you're absolutely right, Colin. And, um, and another thing too is this. Um, I'm quite surprised that the finance minister, they even come up with such a suggestion. Because as you spoke about, uh, you have two, three hundred thousand rand less in, in your pension. Those people may run out of money later on. And then the government's got to give them a government pension. So it's putting more pressure on the government in time to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, Colin. Colin, I think the minister, the minister is dealing, the, the minister is trying to be as practical as he can. Mm. But I think he's focusing on a different group of people. The people who contribute to pension and problem funds are earning a salary. The fact that they may have more debt and they may have to restructure their budgets, a different story. You know, with the grants that we are now giving people who are not working, we understand the cost. We understand where it's coming from. Certainly the additional taxes we collected from the super uh, profits our minds have made. And, and maybe we would have used that money differently. But people have to live. You can't have people starving. I mean, we know that. But when it comes to retirement, I've got in a job. Why do I need to be given the option to take money out of it when I'm in the job and I'm earning a salary? Thanks, Colin. Well, um, I'm going to ask that we continue with this discussion uh, straight after this uh, news uh, headlines with Anne Musa. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. We continue with our personal finance uh, conversation with Brian Hirsch. We are talking today about the implications of people withdrawing from their pension funds. Um, as we have heard, uh, the finance minister, Tito Mboweni, says this could be a possibility for those who currently are employed and have provident or pension funds. I'm going to the lines. Bongani in Pumalanga, good morning. Morning, how are you? Strong, how are you? I'm good. Yes, I just want to ask upon uh, a question regarding this. Uh, 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 if you can explain to us um, what you're going to use, if you're going to get that half of your pension or that 30% of your pension fund uh, you requested. So they're going to give me as a loan, I have to repay back again, or it's going to say, okay, we give you this, then the pension fund is going to contribute on that uh, amount that is left on it. Brian, can you please come in and respond to Bongani? Yeah. Bongani, we, we don't have answers, but let me tell you, it can't be a withdrawal because a withdrawal is taxable. Anyone who leaves a pension fund or problem fund, it pays tax on the withdrawal benefit. You get the first 25,000 rand tax free, and then there's staggered taxes. So I would imagine they have to do it by way of a loan. So all you're really doing is borrowing money from your pension fund, which maybe you may never have to repay, but then you're going to lose out on the, I'm not sure how they're going to deal with that loan in terms of, of, of future growth because the fund doesn't have that money. So 
the, how are they going to um, isolate your your amount to everyone else's amount? Because people contribute to a pension fund in a globular amount, and the returns are globular. The returns are total, so everyone gets the same return in the same fund. So I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I think they have to do it by way of a loan, because if they do it by way of withdrawal, you never have to pay it back. And then what about the tax consequences? Maybe they're going to leave it at a minimum of 25, because anyone who withdraws from a fund is entitled to the first 25,000 rand tax-free and the balance then starts paying tax. So maybe they'll limit it to 25 and say, yes, you can make a one-month withdrawal, that's your tax-free withdrawal. But we'll have to wait to see how this, how, um, this space, to see how this all develops. I hope yeah. that answers you, Bongane. Yeah, I just want the follow-up question, because another thing is that they say they give you as, as a loan. They, 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 give, they give you as a loan. So now it, you, you're going to pay another uh, debt, then you, you, you create another one on your pension fund. Yes, I would imagine so, Begani. That's why I would imagine how you're going to do it on loan, because, you know, let's assume a pension fund's got a million rand in for 10 people, 100,000 rand each, and you draw 25,000. So the fund now has only got 975,000 to be invested. How are they going to allocate the return to the other members who have their 400,000 and you've only got 75,000. Have no idea how the actuaries will do with this. But I, I think you know, somehow that can be overcome. So we've got to wait to see how they're going to deal with it. But I can tell you, whether you take it as a loan or withdrawal, you're still going to have that much less and all the compounding effect at retirement. Okay, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Bongani. Excellent. Uh, let's go to a voice note. Good morning. This is Anonymous from Port Elizabeth. Just a comment on what Brian is saying. In 1998, I resigned from work. And the pension amount that I received at the time was 66000 which I did not take, but transferred it to another pension company. When I reached age 60 in 2019, that money was worth 408000 just an advice and just a comment. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, Patricia. Just wanted to ask for someone like me who is about to turn 30, who's um, been in the labor broker and uh, working environment, who hasn't had pension fund, and who's just uh, started his own business, uh, what would he suggest that you know, we can do to start preparing for the future. Like, should we save money or or, or what What do we do? Because we're still very uh, young, but we're old. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like that. We're still very young, but we are old. <laughs> you know what? I feel that way, but there's one thing for certain. Without the right financial advice um, and the, the implementation of the advice that you received, you will realize that you are no longer young. <laughs> so, Brian, over to you. <laughs> yeah, two things. The, the, the caller from PE made the point. Uh, 60,000 rand, and that was 23 years ago. She, she preserved it. She didn't take it. It's now worth 408,000 rand. That's the beauty of preservation and the power of compound interest. As regards our second caller, where she says, what should we be doing? Well, look, the beauty of a retirement annuity is that whatever you contribute 
up to the maximum of 350000 is tax deductible. So you get a tax break uh, from rev- revenue by contributing. And the more, the higher you earn, the, the more higher will be your break, up to a maximum of 45%. So people earning above, I think it's 750000 a year, if they contribute to retirement annuity, let's say they put 100000 rand away, it'll only cost them 55000 And someone earning at 300000 they will still be saving an order of 50%. So for every thousand rand they, they contribute, they'll only be putting seven hundred. The receiver will be contributing three hundred rand. That three three thousand of that seven. No, of the thousand, you will contribute seven. The receiver will contribute three hundred. Okay. So let me also people say that at at retirement there are tax consequences, and there are a tax-free amounts and there are ta- a very favourable tax benefits. However, I do understand it's tax payable, but usually when you reach retirement, your tax threshold is a lot lower than when you're working. So and also, because you get the first 500,000 rand tax-free and, and there's also staggered savings in tax, if you do the calculations, there's no better investment for retirement if you're earning money and paying tax than a retirement annuity. But there are many other ways. There are tax-free savings. There's endowment policies. There are unit trusts. A whole lot of different ways of saving. There's nothing more important than when you start work as a youngster and parents and grandparents are you listening to this program. Tell your children when they first start work, start immediately, pay themselves, put money away. They won't miss it because you never had it. If you earn a salary this month for the first time and you put 10% or 12% away, you never had it to start with, so you had a little bit less. It's when you get caught up in all the other expenses that retirement savings seems so far away and it seems so unnecessary. So I've got a quick question and it's a personal one i decided to be a superhero and i thought i don't want my children to start off where i'm starting off when i started my work career so i i sat down with my financial advisor and i put lump sums for for each of them into a retirement annuity and um obviously uh, crossing fingers and hoping the eighth wonder of the world by the time that they reach um, the age that I'm at, they'll be able to contribute towards it and make it grow more. But with this new uh, law that could uh, see us be able to take out from our pension, would it be wise for me to tap into that? I mean, they're young. They're not even teenagers yet. Well, you know, everyone gives advice differently. I certainly, in, you know, years gone by, and I'm going back 50 years, the longer you contributed to a retirement annuity, the greater was your tax benefit at retirement. That fell away maybe 25, 30 years ago. So people did make contributions for young kids because that means if they started contributing for them at 10 when they reached age 65, they'd had 55 years of service and therefore they would have got a lot more tax-free. That fell away. So I'm much more in favour of younger people going into tax-free savings up to 36,000 rand a year. All the benefits in the tax-free savings are are tax-free and for that reason you are able to and then when you start working you can contribute to retirement so it's never been an all it's an and but different forms of savings at different stages and then and retirement or for retirement so i i i i wouldn't have gone that particular way i would rather go to tax-free savings accounts for younger people they're not getting any tax deduction on their retirement annuities however let me make this comment that at retirement if you haven't received a tax deduction for your contributions to retirement you'll get it at the other end tax-free but i still prefer uh, tax-free savings 
until they're working, and then ultimately retirement annuities. I don't mean, look, it, it's, not, it's not a train smash what you've done. They are, it, is, it is a lock-in. Anyone who contributes to retirement annuity, and it's over 15,000, is locked in until age 55. So that's also, I don't think it's a bad thing, but there are different ways, and, and different financial advisors advise differently on how they would go. I certainly would have gone tax-free savings for your two youngsters, and when they start work, start thinking about retirement. Well, I did say I was being superhero. I took out almost everything I could take out and I end up with nothing for myself. But yeah, so the tax-free is there and this retirement as well because I just don't want them to suffer. Brian, thank you so very much. It's always a pleasure. I'd like you to please give us your contact details. There's a lot of uh, the listeners who are saying they want to be in touch with you. Yes, understand. I want everyone, if you give me a number, I want your question and I also need to know the area you're calling from because I only can phone back once if I can't get hold of you, I pass it to someone in your area, in your province, so they can then make make the call. My number is 011-880-4888. Remember, questions you may have, full details, where you're phoning from, uh, and also where I can get hold of you, because often I can't leave a message, you don't have an answering service, and please remember, it does take anything up to two to ten days to two weeks to be able to get back to everyone. Excellent. Thank you very much, Brian. It's been a great.